I thought on this July 4th, 2022, we'd do a little bit of uh, Costa Rican history just to kind of include them in the celebration here today. This is not their Independence Day. However, there is a very rich history and such an amazing culture there in Costa Rica. I just want to give you an outline of it right now. How it all started, who was involved, and where we are today in Costa Rica. Setting foot on this rich coast for the first time must have been an exciting time for those weary sailors. In 1502, when Christopher Columbus landed in Puerto Limon, less than 20 indigenous tribes occupied the lands in what is now called Costa Rica. The golden bands that the region's Carib Indians wore as earrings and nose rings inspired the Columbus crew to name the country Costa Rica, meaning rich coast. Columbus's arrival ultimately led to the eradication of these native populations as exotic diseases and fatal battles took their toll. That's not good. While large-scale colonization was rampant in other Central American countries, few Spanish colonists claimed lands in Costa Rica due to the lack of mineral wealth, which is gold and silver, and the lack of an abundant Indian population to work the land. That's a easy way of saying slavery. Initial attempts to colonize all of the coastal areas were unsuccessful due to the extreme heat, dense jungle, and diseases such as dengue fever and malaria. Colonists finally settled in the cooler central highlands of Cartago, just east of San Jose in 1563, more than 500, or what is it? Yeah, 460 years ago. As most of the native population had perished, the settlers worked the land themselves and became small landowners. Cartago remained a provincial capital of colonial Spain for nearly two and a half centuries before moving the capital to San Jose, about 15 miles west of Cartago, and that was in 1823. Well, two years prior to that, in 1821, Costa Rica and several other Central American provinces declared their independence from Spain. Juan Mora Fernandez elected the nation's first chief of state, which is now called president, in 1824. He initiated the construction of roads and ports and also established a judicial system. Moreover, he encouraged coffee cultivation by providing free land grants to farmers. The cultivation of coffee would transform Costa Rica in the 19th century to a super economic powerhouse. At that time, only a few families owned sizable properties. As Costa Rica began to develop, these few families rich in land soon became some of the wealthiest in the country. To support the coffee trade, an ox cart path was built from the fertile Central Valley where most of the coffee was being grown to the Caribbean coast for direct export to Europe and other parts of the globe. This trade ultimately opened doors to European influences as as doctors and artisans and naturalists from these areas immigrated to Costa Rica in the 1850s. The capital city of San Jose rapidly developed as a note. It was one of the first three cities in the world to have electricity. I'm going to repeat that because I couldn't believe it. The capital city of San Jose in the 1850s rapidly developed 
And as a note, it was one of the first three cities in the world to have electricity. In 1871, Jamaican slaves, Chinese indentured servants, and American convicts were brought in to begin railroad construction. This was significant in that it would unite the coffee-growing Central Valley with the Caribbean port of Limon. The new railroad helped boost the coffee industry, and the steady rise in coffee exports resulted in a wealthy upper class and a prosperous Costa Rican economy. In fact, Barrio Amon, just a few blocks north of the downtown area of San Jose, is home to many of the mansions that these coffee barons built in the 1890s and through to about 1910 or so. This barrio, which is the word for neighborhood in Spanish, is home now to many hotels and B&Bs and cafes and bars and restaurants and it still holds the charm of the past and I suggest a walking tour when you visit Costa Rica. The first democratic elections were held in 1889 and other than two brief periods of violence, democracy has been synonymous with Costa Rica ever since. Costa Rica is one of the most successful democracies in the Americas. In 1970, Frederico, excuse me, Federico Tinoco overthrew the elected president, Alfredo Gonzalez. Most Costa Ricans, as well as the United States, opposed Tinoco's overthrow, and he was deposed in 1919. In the close presidential election of 1948, Rafael Calderon fraudulently claimed victory over Otilio Ulate. This dispute precipitated a six-week civil war resulting in over 2,000 deaths. Jose Ferrer, a supporter of Ulate, assumed presidency for 18 months before deferring to Ulate. Economic and social reforms since 1948 have enabled the country to remain very stable. A new constitution was adopted and elections have since been free and fair. Costa Rica still has a large agricultural sector, including coffee and bananas, pineapple, sugar exports. In the last 20 years, ecotourism and technology have taken off and become top-earning industries in the country. Costa Ricans enjoy a high standard of living and land ownership is widespread. The country boasts a high literacy rate, a large middle class, and a stable government that has functioned without an army for more than 60 years. In the past 10 years especially, global companies have moved towards expanding their footprints in Costa Rica because of the labor pool here. There's so many bilingual, intelligent workers here as well. They're hardworking and they really lend to the success in business for any company who participates. It's an exciting time for Costa Rica. Stay tuned and visit. We'd love to see you get involved, perhaps even become a resident of Costa Rica. And as always, we thank you so much for listening. Keep in mind that we've recorded way over 1,500 episodes of our Costa Rica Pura Vida Lifestyle podcast series. We're found on all major podcast venues, including iHeartRadio and Spotify, the Google and the Apple podcast platform, Stitcher, Anchor, Podchaser, Podbean, and all the others. Simply Google our name and the venue that you wish to listen, and the links will magically appear for you. The only reason we do all this is to share with you all the good news that comes out of Costa Rica every day. If you've never been here before, then we hope to inspire you enough to visit 
And if you live here already, we hope to help you become more familiar with what all Costa Rica has to offer you in your own backyard. We deliver to you nothing but good news and hundreds, perhaps thousands of stories before it's all over about the Pura Vida lifestyle. Thanks for listening.